Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Chris Sir, another miserable Saturday morning. How the hell are you? Not too good, I would assume. But don't worry, we got we got New York football coming up. That's going to cheer us all up because our two baseball teams are pissing us off at different levels. Let me be fair. I got enough people hitting me up on Twitter. Yes, at different levels. But the fact of the matter is, is both teams lost, and now the Mets are no longer in first place. The Braves have a game up in the loss column after beating Seattle out in Seattle. The Mets obviously lose to Miami. Those pesky Marlins continue to give problems to the Mets going back more than a decade now. It always seems like it's the Marlins. But I was at the I was at Yankee Stadium last night for Jeter night. I got my little plaque. It's in I've already put it away in my car. And on a night where they celebrate a man who has represented Nothing short of pure winning. A man who has represented a dynasty here. The best team this city has seen going back to the 80s and the Islanders. A man who represents being clutch, being everything you want in a player, saying all the right things all the time, and pretty much winning. The Yankees go out and absolutely lay an absolute egg, embarrass themselves yet again against Tampa Bay. And let's just get a couple things out of the way first off. One, let's just get a couple of things out of the way. One, there is no excuse. And and listen, I know I defend, and I'm sure I'm still going to upset you with some of the things I have to say. I defend Boone, still will. Defend Cashman on some level, still will. I understand you guys hate me for it, but there is no excuse. I don't care if it's Boone's idea. I don't care if it's Cashman's idea. There is no excuse that Stanton is, can pinch hit, that he is healthy enough to pinch hit multi- consecutive nights but can't be in a lineup. There is no excuse Stanton can't be in this lineup last night. Absolutely none. He can't run the bases. It's been a couple of days since he fouled the ball off his foot. If he can't run the bases, then you know what? Put him on the IL with the rest of his friends. Because it makes no sense he's healthy enough to have one at bat. No one's asking him to play the outfield. I get it. That those that ship is probably sailed for the rest of the year, no matter what he looks like or how healthy he is or unhealthy. But there is no excuse that he cannot play in these games that he can pinch hit in. That's number one. Two, Hicks is done. 
I hate to say it. I do feel bad for him. I heard Keith talking about it. And it, I shouldn't have to feel bad for a guy making $10 million. I understand. Hell, I felt bad for A-Rod at times. He was making a hell of a lot more than $10 million. But I feel bad for Hicks. But the fact of the matter is, for at least the rest of this series, I don't care what this slot looks like. I don't care who else is in the lineup. Hicks is done for the rest of the Tampa Bay series. That's it. That's it. I don't care he lakes the double down the line late last night or the other game. I don't care anything other than he cannot play right now between the at-bats and then obviously the miscues in the outfield and the look of the weight of the world on his shoulders. And Aaron Boone was absolutely right to bench him. And I don't care what he said in the post-press conference, and he wouldn't admit it was a benching, or they said, oh, you took him out for his play. And it was like, well, no, I just felt like he had to get out of there. Ask Aaron, Aaron Hicks why he was taken out. And he said, yeah, he told me he was taking me out because those plays had to be made. I don't care what Boone says to us. He said it clear to, to Hicks's face. He took him out of the game because, one, he can't make the plays, and, two, it's clear as day the fans getting on him and ch- chanting Joey Gallo, which is embarrassing and, and deserved, quite frankly, amazingly enough. All of that combined, Hicks cannot play. They go on the road. If you're in a spot with this terrible lineup and nobody available for you, if you have to throw Hicks back in there on the road, you have to do it. But he cannot play the rest of this Tampa series. He cannot step foot on the Bronx. On the Yankee Stadium grass one more time the rest of these next two days that are imperative to get one win. But the fact of the matter is, the team that was put on the field last night, we're miss- we could talk about everything else. We could talk about Boone's press conference and, oh, my God, the lineup. I'm sorry. I know this is what gets me in trouble with you guys. I get it. But we're talking about the lineup. I sit down at the game. I went to the game. I sit down, and the guy next to me goes, can you believe Judge is hitting leadoff? Judge is hitting leadoff. Falef is hitting cleanup. Can you believe this? Did you see the lineup? Yes, I can believe it. Of course I can believe it. There's nobody else in the lineup. I can't believe Stan's not playing, but other than that, I can believe anything. Uh, why can't Falef hit cleanup? There's nobody else. Who should hit cleanup? LeCastro? Like, what are we talking about? We're so focused on all the wrong things. The team is slop right now. And we, and, and we could talk, and we like, oh, bring up the, play the kids. Donaldson stinks. You got to get Kalefa off short. Uh, Falefa off short. You got to, you know, play the kids. Play Peraza. Play Cabrera. And while they've been solid, Cabrera's in a bit of a slump. Came through with the big hit the other day against Tampa, uh, against Minnesota. But he's brought a spark. He's played good defense. Peraza's had a couple of days with multiple hits. He's played good at shortstop. He had a great slide in the game last night. He They add an element that I'm not saying don't play them. But it's clear as day when you watch the team, they need their guys. Calling up Peraza is not going to save the season. Playing Cabrera is not going to turn this team back into a team that can win. You know what's going to turn the team back into a team that can win? A healthy and productive Rizzo. A healthy and productive Stanton. A healthy and productive LeMahieu. A healthy and productive Benintendi. A healthy and productive Carpenter. That's what could change this team back into a team that can compete for a championship. Nothing else. Nothing else. Oh, you got to play Peraza. Oh, can we finally let Andujar have a chance? No. You can, but you're not going to win doing it. 
The team they put out last night is not good enough to win, plain and simple. And we can argue about, you know, it's a losing hand. Why are we arguing about the way they shuffle the cards in their hand? It's a loser. Judge is hitting leadoff because you can't, they don't, they're probably not going to pitch around him in the first inning. At least you're guaranteed one at bat from the guy where they're not going to want to pitch around him. They're going to attack him. They don't want to put the leadoff guy of the, uh, of the game on base. And then you have the most at bats. He's going to he's going to come up more than anybody else. You're going to give him the best opportunity to come up because the lineup is cyclical. And he's going to have the best chance to come up with, a, with in a situation. That's it. I have no problem hitting Judge leadoff because I don't know where else to put him. To put who in front of him? To put who behind him? Oh, how can you hit kind of Falefa cleanup? Who should they hit cleanup? Literally, tell me. We all know he's not a cleanup hitter. They got nobody else. And we can get on Brian Cashman for not having answers. That's fair. It's fair. The slop out there is embarrassing. The team that was put forth, the offense that has been there, is it's it's embarrassing. But I don't know how you account for losing Rizzo, Stanton, Donaldson, LeMahieu, Carpenter, Benintendi. Where's the bench? I just gave you seven guys. Where's the bench? Where's the beef? If this is homemade gravy, where's the lumps? I mean, I, I just, we watched this team. <laughs> Look at the lineup. They're terrible. And 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 the guys, and, and the guys you, you pay money to, again, Hicks, $10 million a year. He's terrible. Gleyber Torres has absolutely faded. I thought... I was heartbroken because I honestly thought I, I, I saw the highlight. It didn't look as good on TV. In the ballpark, I thought he did it. In the ballpark, I thought he tied the game with the home run in the last at bat. He didn't. He's been terrible the second half. He's played great defensively, but he's been terrible offensively the entire second half. There's nobody playing well. That's the fact of the matter. And that's enough to be pissed off. And that's enough to be frustrated with this team. And as it gets down to now, you know, two games in the loss column after the loss last night, the Yankees are looking at two games in front of them against Tampa Bay that they absolutely must win one. If they get swept, they will be tied in the loss column and the Rays will have the tiebreaker. So it's pretty much the Rays up a game. That cannot happen. I don't care about the Rays schedule. The Yankees aren't good enough. If the Yankees win one of these next two games, then they leave with a two-game lead in the loss column, but it's really three because they would have won the tiebreaker. All they need is one of the next two. I'm not telling you that's good enough to win the division. I don't know. With the way they look right now and the injuries they're trying to deal with, I don't know. I'm not trying to tell you it's good enough. What I'm telling you is at least there's a chance there. Leaving this series up three... Considering the tiebreaker, again, it would be two in the loss column, but because it would be the tiebreaker, all you'd have to do is tie the Rays. So theoretically, you have another game. You came in three games in the loss column. You would leave three games in the loss column. Another three days would click off the schedule. The Rays won't be able to play you again. They have a tougher schedule than you do, and you take your chances. And you hope Rizzo can figure out how to not have headaches. And you hope Stan can figure out how he can do more than just one at bat a game. 
and you hope you can turn this around and Judge can continue to be Superman and things can come through. And the pitching's been fine. Even tonight, Montas wasn't good, no doubt. Early on, he was trying to throw fastball for strikes. They were on it, cost them a run, just throwing fastballs down the middle. And then he was spiking his splitter all night long. He had no control over the splitter. He was throwing it into the ground. But he battled. And if Hicks makes the catch in left field, the game still won nothing. And the bullpen, now Loisaga has stepped up and been the Loisaga of last year. Clay Holmes has come in. He hasn't been perfect. He's kind of been hit around a little bit more than I'd like, but he's throwing strikes. He's throwing hard. He hasn't given a, he hasn't really, he hasn't blown a save yet, hasn't had a bad appearance. If that, if they can settle the back end of this bullpen, you got Britain throwing rehab assignments. I'm not sure you can count on that. But Wandy Peralta and the different guys. I feel like the bullpen is starting to kind of settle itself. I think the rotation's fine. It's not a dominant rotation. It's not the kind of rotation you just say, hop on board, fellas. I'll take you all the way. But it's good enough to win if the offense can give you something. But right now, the offense is absolutely nothing. You go through this game, they give up one run in the first, and the immediate feeling of the game is over sinks into you. Then it's 3 nothing, and you say, forget about it. You say, absolutely forget about it. But I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I just am. I'm sorry. We can blame Boone till, Bill and Boone till the cows come home. He doesn't have a team that can win. He doesn't have a team that can win. I'm sitting there at the game. As soon as I sit down, Judge walks up, and some guy who probably has no idea what the hell is going on, you know, who just, you know, helicoptered in for G today and goes, what the hell was Judge hitting leadoff for? And well, ideologically, I wish he wasn't hitting leadoff. But if that's your complaint, if you looked up and down this lineup today and the different guys who are in it and the batting averages and the players' names and you just looked at this lineup and you said, Boone's at it again. Judge leadoff, kind of fluff for fourth. What the hell are we doing here? You're missing it. You can't see the forest through the trees, my friends. That's not the issue. The issue is those are the those are the options at that point, part in the lineup. That's the problem. They are absolutely decimated, and this was this was prior to them losing these guys. This was while Stanton hasn't was healthy and had no swing. Donaldson was you know not having a baby and couldn't hit. Rizzo was having I guess an achy back, but wasn't on the IL. Was in the lineup, couldn't hit. Even them coming back doesn't guarantee anything. But at least it's a team. At least there's some hope in it. At least you don't have to hit kind of for left or fourth. But watching that game, there are just there there are things now that boggle the mind. I'm all for I, I have been all for. Well, I, I shouldn't say all for, but understanding of the way the Yankees have gone about resting players, the way the Yankees have handled things, especially with the big lead. That's now dwindled down to two games. But with the lineup they're throwing out there now, if Stanton can pinch hit, he can play. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. You don't want him running the bases? I'm not saying put him out in the outfield. But if he can't run the bases, what the hell is he doing here? 
eating up a roster spot that you don't have anybody better to fill it with, I suppose. Why put him on the IL? There's nobody better to bring up and play. You might as well have him for a pinch hitter who might hit a home run in the eighth inning and then have, you know, maybe the first base coach can carry him around the bases if he hits a home run. I have, I'm at a loss here. I'm at an absolute loss watching this team. But the little part of me that has to defend, that has to just I can't listen to the lineup issues and not scream about it because it's not the problem. It's not the problem. The problem is the team stinks. The team they put forth stinks. And the Rays are better. Look at the Rays lineup. Look at the Yankees lineup. Who's better right now? It's not even close. And I know they're dealing with some injuries and they lost uh, starting rotation, no doubt. But this is pretty much their lineup. A Kiermaier. They got back their guy just in time to absolutely decimate the Yankees. Julio Franco had, uh, Franco had a great game. Hitting line drives all over the place, including the ball that Hicks couldn't field, which is just par for the course right now. And this is where we are. The next two games, the Yankees must win one. That's it. Obviously, you want them to win two. And even winning two doesn't guarantee anything, not what I'm saying. They have to win. Must. I don't think they recover from getting swept. I don't know if they can recover from theoretically losing the lead in this division. They have to maintain it. And you got Tyone versus Kluber uh, later today, excuse me. And Kluber's been great against, has dominated them. And to be fair, as terrible as they're hitting, and it's not the only reason, Kluber was brilliant the last time that he pitched. He threw everything for strikes. He was fantastic. He was absolutely fantastic. And if he's going to pitch like that, it's going to be hard to score even when you're at your best. But the old Kluber showed up for a day against the Yankees last week. If that happens again, they're in big-time trouble. But they need to start hitting mistakes. They need to figure out a way to score some runs, and Tyone's got to be great. Some way, hooker by crook. It's not the Minnesota Twins giving you games, throwing balls away. It's the Tampa Bay Rays who are on fire and who are chasing down this division, and they think it's theirs. And the Yankees have to figure out a way to win one of the next two. Then we'll get to the Mets, who obviously had a disappointing day in Miami. Alonzo comes through with the home run, but he's been slumping. Lindor's been slumping. And, hey, maybe even the bloom is off the rose a little bit. With Buck, the best manager in the world. He makes some interesting decisions with Jolie Rodriguez and not bringing in Diaz in the eighth inning. Some bullpen management, which, listen, the same kind of thing goes. He doesn't have a ton of options on the back end of that bullpen. But to throw, you know, Jolie Rodriguez out there in a game that you absolutely need in the eighth inning, only down a run, it's not a sense of urgency the Mets have played with pretty much all year. But it's hard to kill him. It's hard to kill him for that. The Mets need to score more runs. And Lindor said after the game they seem a little bit tired. Whatever the case may be, they're going to have to figure something out. If Tyler McGill is healthy and pitching rehab assignments, he needs to be up in this bullpen now. And if they have a different option at Vientos or, or, or guys they can call up, hell, we've been screaming about it with the Yankees. Why not the Mets? Call them up. Ruff has done absolutely nothing. 
And the reason I don't mind calling up, I've, I've talked about calling up guys with the Yankees as opposed to calling up guys with the Mets, and I know the Braves have called up guys, and these teams have called up guys. The Mets, even though now they're in second place, and even though it's certainly not a collapse because the Braves have just played out of their minds, and it's not so much the Mets falling back, although they're struggling a bit here. I don't think he'd be brought here as the savior. The Mets are still playing well. The Mets are still about 35 games over 500. The Yankees were in a, a complete freefall, and to bring a Peraza up and say, save us, is different than bringing up a Vientos. But we'll get into all this. We'll get into both teams absolutely driving us crazy. As good as this miracle season has been, and I'm with you till 5 a.m., so we got plenty of time to talk some football, too. I'll give you some picks, and we'll try and make ourselves feel better talking about the Giants and Jets. The Giants, who I don't think have a prayer against Tennessee, and the Jets, who had the worst week ever in the PR department with their quarterback, and now Flacco's starting. You're not going to see Wilson until week four against Pittsburgh when you thought there was a chance he'd play this week. I know we talked about that all week, but my God, what a misstep that was. And I'm not sure how much chance they have against Baltimore, but hey, we'll get into all of it. Just it's nothing but it's nothing but a lot of fun here on a Saturday morning. But it is it is the first week of football, and there's nothing better than that. So we'll get into it as we go through the next two and a half hours or so. Me and you, 877-337-6666. McBonagle here with you on the fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.